0: The negative impacts of multitasking we all like to think we can multitask and we are pretty confident that we are the masters of that however research shows that less than two percent of people can actually multitask it's pretty surprising the way they measured it was this they would have participants in this study perform one task by itself and then they would have them perform a site. Quest.musiccare.net. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create mini videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. How sound affects us. Our five senses are used to help us understand the proximity or really what's around us. And it goes from the farthest thing out to the most internal thing. For example, The farthest thing out would be your sense of sight, then your sense of hearing, then your sense of smell, then your sense of touch, and then eventually taste. Our body perceives sound to be dangerous when it's disproportionate to what the situation entails. For example, if you're in a really loud crowd, it would make sense that the sound is really loud. If you're in a quiet room and someone yells, automatically your body goes into the fight, flight, or freeze response because it's not sure if there's danger there that you should do something to remove yourself or protect yourself. Have you ever been driving in your car, the window's down, it's a beautiful day, and all of a sudden a fire truck comes blaring by and the sound is so loud that all of a sudden you feel the sense of rage or the sense of anger or sense of fear. The problem is, is not only was that sound disproportionate to what you were currently feeling or what you were doing, the actual tone or tones of that siren affected your brain. And once that sound passed you, all of a sudden your body could revert back to the previous feelings you were having. My point in saying all that is this. Sound is very powerful in our life. When we allow certain sounds in our life or in our home, it creates a type of energy in that house. And I don't mean a spiritual type of energy. I simply mean the sound waves that come from perhaps the TV or the radio or speakers that can affect your body. Have you ever noticed, when you're watching a television show, the volume of that show is at a certain decibel. And then all of a sudden when it switches to a commercial, it seems like it's so loud. Well, the reality is it's not that it's louder, it's just the advertisers have used a different type of sound when they produce the commercial so that you would hear it more. And that's why commercials are often, seem a little bit louder than the actual show, is because it's their attempts to influence you. If you watch a TV show that has a lot of yelling and screaming, that's a lot of sound waves bouncing back at you, which psychologically causes your body to be in the fight, flight, or freeze response. And when you're in that response, it causes your body to be flooded with cortisol and other stress hormones. So if that's continually in your house, it's actually affecting your body in an unhealthy way studies have shown that if people are continually in this heightened arousal state of the fight flight or freeze response it affects their metabolism they will mimic the sound that is coming from the tv in other words they will raise their voice there will be arguments in the house so a lot of these reality shows and they're great shows don't get me wrong but if there's a lot of yelling and screaming it's actually negatively impacting your physical health so if you're going to watch those shows be sure you turn the volume down Because the louder that type of sound is, it can negatively impact you, just like that siren that you hear from the fire truck. Another really great way to think about sound is if we're struggling in our head, we have all these anxious thoughts, you can actually use sound to get you out of your head. One of the great ways to do that is to go on a mindful walk. A mindful walk is essentially you walk in a park or you walk in a forest or pretty much anywhere, And the goal is, is to isolate your five senses to be able to simply focus on that sense. For example, if you're on this mindful walk and you can look at the trees, you can look at the flowers, you can look at all the details that your eyes can pick up, then you attempt to use your sense of hearing. What do you hear? Try and pinpoint all the different sounds around you. And when you can focus on those sounds, you're paying attention to what's around you as opposed to what's inside of you, which are your anxious thoughts. And the more often you can practice isolating your five senses in that type of mindful walk, you'll find that it can reduce any anxious thoughts that you have. So sound is a powerful tool which can influence us, or we can use it to help us if we're struggling with something. I am really excited about this interview you're going to hear in just a couple seconds with Bill Protzman, a fellow musician. He and I talk about how your particular music can help you with self-care. I definitely want you to listen to this and be sure to go to his website quests.musiccare.net and take his course there stay tuned Are you an expert in your field or an author who wants massive exposure? I am now looking for self-development experts to be a promotional guest on Lifeology. Currently, Lifeology has an average listenership of over 3 million people per episode. If you are ready to invest in your brand and promote yourself on Lifeology, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest and apply for this opportunity. This is only for a limited time and only a select few will be chosen. So if you're ready to reach a global audience, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest to apply. My guest today is Bill Pratzman, who is a man on a mission to raise awareness of the power of music as self-care. He is a successful IT entrepreneur who holds magna cum laude degrees in piano performance and creative writing and brings music to audiences in non-traditional ways. In 2011, he launched Music Care Incorporated, a four-purpose corporation that teaches practical ways music can be used for self-care. Welcome to my show, Bill.
1: James, it's so great to be here. I am just really thrilled to talk to a like fellow musician.
0: <laughs> I know. When you first messaged me on LinkedIn, I was like, oh my goodness, we have so much in common. So this is going to be fantastic. Yeah.
1: And it's like we're starting with music because we have, that in we have so much else in common, too. Like, this yeah. is crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I don't think a lot of my listeners know, but I was a, a vocal performance major and also concentrated on piano performance. And so I actually have two albums and I'm working on my third album right now of all original compositions. So you and I definitely after the show, will continue our conversation. We definitely
1: have to. I've got to hear your stuff. <laughs> Just, you know, it's like
0: that, so yeah. Well, you had this fantastic, you were really well known for one of your compositions, Amazing Grace. Tell oh us gosh. more about that, that is really cool. What
1: uh, so, back in the what 90s, uh-huh. when we didn't have the internet, and it was new, um, mp3.com, you guys remember that. That that pre-iTunes service to yeah, kind of yeah. stream things, it got uh-huh. in a lot of trouble because there was licensing issues. Sure. So somehow or another, I got talked into putting a recording that I'd made of Amazing Grace. It's a medley, and it's got Amazing Grace and Just a Closer Walk and the Saints mm-hmm. Go Marching. I don't know. It's a bunch of stuff in this medley, and it's like 15 minutes long. I mean, it's this monstrous <laughs> piece. I was just sitting there and playing and recorded it. <laughs> And uh, somebody talked me into putting it on mp3.com. So 15 minutes of music—that's a lot of
0: music. That is a lot of music. You know, that's and, a lot of and playing, it's, so. it's
1: one track. And so finally, at whatever speeds were those days, we managed to get this giant, whatever 15 megabyte <laughs> file, you know, pushed over to mp3.com. Called it Amazing Grace, and I forgot about it. That's like okay, you know, yeah, fine. So I'm out in Colorado doing a little performance at a place called Westcliff where a friend had purchased the old, old theater and converted it from a movie theater into more of a stage and performance. Yeah. And you know, it was just up getting up on its feet in the 90s. And they dragged a piano all the way up the hill for me to play, and I was doing this performance. And somebody said, Bill, have you noticed where you are on mp3.com? <laughs> I'm like, I'd forgotten. So <laughs> I, I found a computer and managed to get logged in. And dang it all that little medley amazing grace medley this 15 minutes of music or whatever was number one
0: that is amazing
1: that and is so cool <laughs> you yeah, had like, no idea <laughs> and i had no idea you know nobody was making any money from that yeah but you know but there still- it was and it got picked up later i heard you know years later maybe about three years ago now that the same chunk of music is now in the permanent collection of the library of congress wow somebody collected amazing grace music and i'm part of that so congratulations that's so (laughs) neat wow (laughs) but i had nothing to do with it
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is an awesome story well transitioning into that how did you go from music to self-care because I many people don't realize because there are ways in which people can become a music therapist. You can yep, go truly, to traditional yes. stru- schooling. In fact, I took a couple of classes with that as well. It's it's a fantastic, wonderful modality in how to help people. How did you make that transition transition into self care? So
1: I, I knew right away because I'm not a person that fits into boxes, but mm-hmm. I knew right away that there was something more to music when it had been so present for me all yeah. my life, mm-hmm. helping me in ways that only as an adult I began to understand and realize. And now we have science, so we can show the evidence yeah. there. Uh-huh. So um for me why can't we all do that? I mean yeah. it's 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 evidence based. First of all, it's been around for thousands of years <laughs> and the science is showing us exactly how it works, but we've always known that music is powerful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's take a deeper dive and see where we can go with that and how we can engage. And and when I found myself doing volunteer work to try to present this to people who are at risk, veterans and homeless people, I realized that first of all it was something that was Easy. Mm-hmm.
0: People got it. It's so, universal. Sure,
1: it's universal. Right, we all, we're, we're wired for music. Right, we're wired for mm-hmm. music and sound. And that people, not only when they understood it, they recognized that there was so much more to it. It's like yeah. the part of your brain that you never use, mm-hmm. but that you could you could dive in. You could align yourself with what music is really doing for you in ways that, in fact, are as simple as changing your mind. Certainly, <laughs> you know, It's not hard. Yeah. So um, I grew up in a, a religious tradition of self-care and it was a natural for me to say, hey, well, this music thing could be extended out in the same kind of way. And God help me, please, I'm, you know, I don't want to form a church. Yeah. But there is the element of a movement behind this mm-hmm. massive mindset mm-hmm. change that we have to go through to say, yeah, I can't. There are tools I can use that, that keep me healthy, that help me think faster, better. Or help my memory, or keep me emotionally stable, sure. or even connect us spiritually to things that we mm-hmm. want, self-actualization, all the all the potential that we yes. have you know get us out of this anger mess. So that's really the movement. and whatever modality, yoga meditation, whatever it is, whatever that movement can do to help us change how we think about caring for ourselves,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know let's do that.
0: It, that's beautiful, t- yeah, yeah. You know, you think about this as well. So music, I like to think of music as the umbrella is sound and then music is an offshoot of that, which, of course, you know that. And so when you think about it, you know, even if you're doing meditation, they will hit a gong or some people hit a gong. And that sound, that tonality really creates the, the ability to focus on that and to only focus on that. So sound itself, we hear it all the time. Music itself, when you link all the sounds together, creates harmonics, creates all these different types of ways in which it actually affects the ear. And The ears, um, when it goes through the ear canal, it connects the brain frequencies. The brain frequencies, oh, well, that can actually cause people to, to feel anger, to feel rage, to change blood pressure, it can do all these beautiful things that most people are like, wait a minute, I just heard my favorite song on the radio. I had no idea it could influence me like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: and and the wonderful thing that I love about emotion is it's non-binary.
0: Yes, like you exactly. can feel
1: two things at once or seven yes, things. yeah, and and these blends of stuff like anger and uh, anger can be surprise and it can be mm-hmm. terror. Yeah. Right, so there, there's a, like a spectrum, uh-huh. and uh, so it's got this amazing potential because think about all the binary arguments we have in life mm-hmm. these days. Yes, I'm right. You're like, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I can connect with anyone who who sees something differently than me over music. Uh-huh. Even Certainly. if we don't agree on whether we like it, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. If we agree that the music makes us feel, that's a start. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a good <laughs> that foundation. That open door, right? Because all the things that we want, uh, the connection, the authenticity, the vulnerability, mm-hmm. what it, they're all feelings. Mm-hmm. We don't think ourselves into vulnerability we have to stop thinking to be sure. vulnerable. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> you know, tra- transitioning into, when I was in music theory, we talked about the different types of music and how it affects people. Uh, classical music was one thing that we've all heard about, and obviously you're, you're the expert in this show. Can you help us understand why they often will say classical music is the, the music that causes people to feel less stressed?
1: Yeah, I can. This is a great question. Um, if you break music down into tension and release, mm-hmm. sound and silence, uh, however you want to approach it, but just tension and release. The density of tension and release in uh, any given slice of music is somehow related to its effect on us. Yes. So if you got a kick drum going,
0: boom, <coughs> there's,
1: there's tension and release there, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of time between when the kick comes in, the tension, and when the release happens. The, the release is long. So let's compress that down. So there's a, there's more tension release in that. Yes. And then if you get it all the way to the electronic drum stuff, they're doing these, It that's even more. Yes. So if you think of music in that way, there's some music that intentionally through the lyrics or the harmonics or whatever, has more tension in it than others. Mm-hmm. Classical music has the highest density of tension release mm-hmm. of any Western music that we know. Um, there's there's music in the East that also has that kind of density and some higher, but sure, it would sound weird to us. Mm-hmm. Western Sorry. class music, you know, we kind of get that. So Mozart, those those high ripply kind of sounds that flow along quickly, the tension release in that kind of music is very dense, very high, and for intellectual function, that's great. Mm-hmm. You measure those, and you know, we'll talk about theta waves and all that kind sure, of stuff, yeah. and binaural beats and whatever. But basically, the higher the beat the, the more elevated ish, you know, the thought mm-hmm. process needs mm-hmm. to be certainly, and same with lower. So, um, in that very narrow range of tension and release in classical music, even there's music that'll put me to sleep. Yes. Yeah. Right. And there's music that will make me wide awake and, mm-hmm. and alert. And it's up to each of us to kind of experiment and figure out how different bits of music affect us. But if you think about it in terms of tension and release and that... The higher the tension and release frequency, no, that's probably repetition, like mm-hmm. tensions and releases per X, mm-hmm. the more intellectual-ish.
0: Yes, it stimulates it. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, versus the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the way that I normally approach it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a great way because so many people, you know, they have their different ideas of what they like, but if we're always looking for um, ways to just bring us back to center and just kind of release some of that classical music is one of the best ways to do that you know one of the things i really like about um your website or just your websites in general one of them is quest.music.net you you really talk about music therapy or music as self-care but the specific music that you like or a person likes as opposed to for example classical music and some people don't like that they can look at the ways that they particularly like it and with the music they could use can you tell us more about that how to identify the music that works for you
1: Sure. So this is uh, also research-based. The music that you love is your most powerful music. Mm-hmm. Now, if everybody in the world liked the same kind of music, it would look more like popular music, right? Sure. Versus the esoteric stuff like buddy who plays jazz metal and there's some other just weird jazz blends of things around. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is. And um, so there's less people who are voting essentially uh-huh. for the more esoteric kinds of music and more people voting for the popular music. So Um, That generally means that if you look at likes, more people like popular music. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean it's good for you or anything else. It just means that you have a a desire to hear it. The question I have is what's in that desire? So whatever music that you love, your popular music, your own popular music, what is the emotional content of that music? What -hmm. what connects you to that music? And beginning to get beyond like or dislike, it's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. I mean... Certainly, That's asking some questions that we don't often ask, but these are the the questions that you have to ask in order to engage with music that deeply. So what does this music make me feel? Does it make me want to move? Um, There's other ways of approaching it too. When I hear this music, what is the taste in my mouth? What do I feel in Mm, my hands? I like that. You know, those those kinds of more somatic ways of digging into the content of music can often Mm -hmm. release the emotion or emotions that are in it. Yes. And what you'll find is that, you know, you have songs that generally trend sad or happy, Mm-hmm. And you may have, if you're a really, really into this stuff, you may have songs that trend towards scared or um, angry, mm-hmm. you know, the four primary emotions. So yes. what we try to do is open up your four top 40 to what are the primary emotions that are contained in them? And then make sure that you've got some songs for each one of the four emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because there are times where the only songs people will have will be anger songs
0: or break those breakup songs
1: <laughs> right unrequited love the world's most popular yes. song yes
0: yeah sad. you know it's it, uh, for me like one of my favorite or two of my favorite ones is um the theme song for schindler's list uh, when that oh when that oh violin comes out just i just weep i mean obviously Talk the, that's the sad. yeah i know right <laughs> apparently i have this really sad type of music i love to listen to but i mean obviously it's really it's uh, linked with the holocaust which is incredibly sad yes. of course and then there's also Adagio for strings, which oh God, is that one makes spe- life. yeah, that one, they, they both just every single time I hear it. I just, I just weep. I'm just like, oh, it just gets me. And so for me, I mean, when I'm, when I'm in this, um, maybe it's because I'm a musician, but I love to listen to those types of music because it, 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 it evokes so much emotion in me so when i'm about to compose i I have access to all my emotions all of my my feelings um my sensory aspects and that is what allows me to become creative
1: if you could see me right now i'd be jumping up and down
0: (laughs) that's right because isn't that true
1: (laughs) how many of us approach a project musical or not with that kind of Mm -hmm. uh, emotional preparation yes and it's so important because you can't you can't get on stage if you haven't got connection to your emotions Mm -hmm. It's gonna look flat. Yeah. You know. Um you can't everybody knows when an actor is bad. It's not <laughs> yeah. that they can't connect to their emotion in a way, it's just that their the authenticity of being able to represent that is yes. it, yes. missing. Mm-hmm. They haven't practiced that somehow. And and this this idea of taking all of your emotions with you is so important. Yeah. Uh, and and preparing for that. And and there's resistance um we see it look on social media the anger that's leaking out all over the place Mm -hmm. in the world today is is a result of stuffing our emotions yes yeah and if we hadn't stuffed them we'd be expressing them and oh by the way we can choose to feel angry without having to go out and break things and hurt people. exactly yeah and and that's the that's the that's the practice that's where it comes home Mm -hmm. use your music to let those emotions come up experience what that's like understand it's not a problem and that releases all the energy, like in anger, there's incredible energy. You
0: can yes. use that energy for good. Yes, you certainly can. Well that's the thing. Emotions aren't necessarily good or bad. It's just what you do with them. There you go. Exactly. And that's yeah. one of the things that many type many times people think, oh, I'm angry, so it's a bad emotion. Well it's not. It's just it's what you do with it. If you punch someone in the face, that's probably not healthy. <laughs> that's not great. But that that same judgment that we're also good
1: at applies to music. So, mm-hmm. so I'm not I'm not listening to rap, Are you kidding? Yeah but there's a reason why not. And if that's a judgment reason, mm, I like that. we have to remember to take our judgment off, take our like, dislike off of music and actually investigate it for what it's got for us. What's sure. it doing, you know, to our lizard brain? What do we sure. feel, fight, flight, freeze, feed or the other, uh, Hunger, yeah
0: Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. You know, the, that's a really good point because what I always tell people when it comes to self-development in general, anytime we're going through something or if we experience something, you just simply ask, what am I learning about myself right now? And if we have this aversion, for example, towards rap music, well, what am I learning about myself right now? What is it? So, for example, am I being judgmental? Am I being stereotypical? Is there something about this beat that causes me to feel a certain way? Well, if it does, then why am I feeling that? What does that relate to in my past? And so there's always a lesson in everything we do, but you just simply have to slow down and ask yourself that question.
1: That is so true. And it's the deep dive. Mm-hmm. You know, That's where I can help. That That's what I teach is that that's deep awesome. dive. And when, you know, we're good at music for sort of intervention and remediation. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that every time you're using music, you're also opening up that potential part of you. Yes. And we could say, okay, I've got my music for anger, but then let's let's flip it around and say that one of the things that we want to practice more of is gratitude.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's my gratitude music? Yeah. Right. So what do I? How do I prepare musically to be grateful?
0: And yeah, I like that.
1: You know it takes some time but if you produce a practice that connects with a feeling Mm -hmm. then instead of just saying thank you all the time and not really knowing Mm. you know not being authentic like that poor actor (laughs) the practice of music that unlocks gratitude will make that expression authentic every time yes i like that you know and you'll be seen more authentic as a more authentic individual with that kind of a practice versus just saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, geez, thank you again. If the that. one where you call the call center all the time, you know, it's like, <laughs> my phone is broken and they say, I'm so sorry, Mr. Protzman. And they'll say, I'm sorry about 10 more times. Yeah. And it's
0: like, dude. <laughs> all right, enough. I get it. Okay. You're not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's transition over into what you actually do when it comes to music. So tell us more about your foundation, your organization.
1: So um, I've been volunteering for a long, long time and there are some issues with nonprofits these days where mm-hmm. they can't be scaled. Sure. And um, I thought very carefully about that when I was launching Music Care. I wanted something that was a for-purpose organization. So we had a, we were set up to do a job, and that job would include both giving back because it's important to me to serve veterans and homeless people. Mm, that's wonderful. Um, you know, and at-risk populations probably need this most. And the most important thing about that is that those are our next leaders. Mm-hmm. They're already uninhibited. You know, mm-hmm. they know. So I, do want, I want to do the work at the at-risk level. And to do that, to sustain that work, I want to be able to engage with teams, with leaders who are influential to be able to you know, help enliven whatever they're doing mm-hmm. with this musical stuff we've been talking mm-hmm. about. So the training is the same, slightly ta- tailored differently in either ways. But along this journey, um, after deciding to set up music care so that it would be able to earn money and also give sure. money back, yeah whatever the consequences, because mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do. Um, I also decided to model what I wanted to teach in the same way and, and offer that both as an in-person thing where I could for free and where it's necessary for treasure. Mm-hmm. And then to put that online in a way that anyone who wanted to engage with it could. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I'm I'm only one guy. And mm-hmm. to be able to deploy what I can do, I have to leverage the Internet to do yes. that. yeah. And Just like MP3. <laughs> I, like MP3. I, I have to collaborate. I, I can't compete. Mm-hmm. First of all, the the opportunity is too huge. Sure. Even if we were all competing for it with music, it would still be too huge. Yes. So rather than come out with any kind of a competitive or licensed offering, I'm basically giving away what I know mm. so that people who are in the business already can use that to leverage their influence. Ah, uh, that's great. And I, I think that's an important thing. There's going to be enough paying customers. I'm not worried about that. Sure. I don't have to keep a big organization afloat. But um, to be able to get the word out right now, it's so critical. Yeah. This whole idea about self-care, um, we need to do this. We can't, we can't sustain the old way mm-hmm. of looking for the expert Excellent. every time something hurts.
0: And the great thing is we all listen to music all the time. It's literally all around us, and so when we really use your 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 wisdom here and help us recognize that, wow, I can use this 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 music right here to either elicit a type of emotion or sit with a type of emotion that I'm not used to feeling, um, and that allows me to have a little bit more endurance, so I can sit with something that's uncomfortable, but I made it. So if I got through this song and I felt uncomfortable, I can probably do it again. Yes, yes. See, so so leveraging that leveraging
1: your knowledge and influence and anyone else that I can find who will sure. also spread the word is so important right now mm-hmm. and and if music isn't your modality I don't mind the idea of self care is coming home look at all the coaches mm-hmm. people want to know how to do better certainly you know there's a there's this hunger out there how can I do this better than I ever have yeah. i mean i see kids out of college are coming up on linkedin looking
0: for life coaches yeah, I know. And now <laughs> it's a different world than when I grew it's, up. Yeah. It's a
1: different world. And yeah. and so the the need is there and people are asking us for this, you know, mm-hmm. James, in a way that they haven't asked before. Yeah. So so let's hit out of the park. I mean, there's no way we we ha- we can avoid it.
0: Yeah. It's exactly. already in the lane. <laughs> yeah,
1: Let's 10x that. So so my job, spread the word. And then there are enough people who want to deep dive, who wanna find out how the you know, what's really down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. To be able to dig into that with them later
0: well awesome well bill prossman it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show i we could definitely talk about this for hours <laughs> i'm so excited to have oh, you yeah. on here if my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to see all the amazing things you're doing and to work with you where would i find this information online probably in the show notes i'm just going to guess <laughs> certainly
1: that too <laughs> if you want to take anything away uh, remember this quest the old-fashioned way the quest for the holy grail that kind of quest, mm-hmm. Q-U-E-S-T dot music care dot net and you can join the network there of what's going on lots of free stuff it's also the portal to the course if you want to do that it's fully mentored gamified you know I, the, there's awesome. no reason this should be a, a, a drag we play with music and that's what the course is all about so that is find great. me at quest care dot net
0: and all my listeners make sure you definitely go to his website once again quest I definitely endorse Bill I can't wait for you to work with him Bill thank you once again for your awesome interview today
1: You're so welcome. Thank you, James.
0: I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guest's self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.